0: Welcome to Different from the Other Kids, a weekly talk show for parents of challenging children, with your host, Angela Sunis, author of the Amazon best-selling book, Different from the Other Kids. Each week, Angela will interview an individual or professional within the mental health community. Different from the Other Kids. Season 2, production of Marketing Navy Agency.
1: Hello, it's Angela from Different From The Other Kids. Welcome to the second episode of uh, my conversation with Atticus. First, on taking on this subject today, I wanted to say from the outset please don't judge. It's usually the people that have never had to make this decision that are the hardest on those parents that have had to make this decision. And it's an agonizing decision, the decision of whether to medicate or not medicate your child. All you know is that your child has a 24-7 struggle, or for some, a 24-7 pain, that you want to take away. You're told that this will work. You're given no other alternatives, and although you don't want to medicate, you say, yes, please, help my child. As parents, we do whatever is necessary in all aspects of our life to advocate and help our children succeed. It's hardwired into us, and it's not your place to judge. In our first conversation with Atticus, he speaks to us about his childhood being traumatic. His childhood trauma... His childhood trauma is as a result of being told that he has a physical and genetic condition that would need to be medicated for the rest of his days. His parents, wanting to do what they could to help, used medication. Atticus's description of what that felt like for him is painful. As a parent who participated in the medicating of my daughter of a very young age, who is now struggling to get off pharmaceutical medications, it's heartbreaking. Please know that we, as parents, don't just think about this, we agonize over it. Doctors spend a great deal of time educating and reassuring parents that medications can be a safe and effective treatment. We can only do what we think is right at the time. Where things changed for Atticus and his family was when his parents introduced him to Dr. Prowski, who specializes in naturopathic mental health. What you need to know about my conversations with Atticus is It changed everything for me. Atticus's post-traumatic growth has given me a gift. The gift to see that even the stuff from childhood that can't be undone, that intensity, passion, and persistence can change a whole life. Great tribulation can lead to great transformation. Atticus, you have become a great lighthouse out of the fog of this journey for me. You are what is possible. The kid has worked so, so hard, and he impresses the hell out of me. Please join me, and I thank you for joining us today. Join me in welcoming our second interview and conversation with Atticus. Hi. Atticus has been kind enough to talk to us about his history as far as being a child that had some struggles. And we're just framing now where he's been. We're kind of transitioning from where he's been into where he's going, um, which is uh, really fantastic. One of the reasons I was just telling Atticus why I'm so excited about this interview is Atticus is doing exceptionally well in his life. I think he's striving and thriving to do amazing things. He's actually got some amazing, big lofty goals to do some, some great stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I really appreciate his voice because um, not all the stories end well. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for parents to hear that despite the struggles of being younger, there comes a point, I know in Atticus's case, where we'll, we'll have a conversation about it a little bit later, but where they take control back, where people take control back of their lives and, and they they start to um, develop things on their own and start to find what works for them Specifically, So w- one of the conversations that we had had at one point that I just want to quantify, if I could, right. is we were talking about the book that uh, mental health practitioners work from. What's it called?
2: It's a diagnostic manual for mental, right. mental illnesses.
1: Right. And you were saying that you were having a difficult time with that. And I, I really want to hear your opinion on this, because, of course, we've said this before on the program. It's a challenge because we don't want to get stuck in diagnosis. We what we really want to do is just acknowledge that there is a struggle and we want to acknowledge how we might be able to participate in helping. Right. Um, and we don't want to get caught up in the labels of things. The, the point is that somebody struggles, the point is not what the label is. It does, It does help from a parenting perspective to get an idea of what we are dealing with and there are tried and true practices from a parental perspective of how we might be able to look at it and how we might be able to... Uh, help. That's the only reason that we put it in that uh, space. But um, you were talking about that book and you were saying that you were, that they kind of come out with new states. Yeah, but they come out with new states of things. They talk about, so if you could pick up where you left off with that with me, if you wouldn't mind. Oh, I I, I was just, uh, I
2: was reading an article about the difference between the the dsm four and dsm five. Uh, the, the manual, the last version of this version mm-hmm. and all of the new uh, editions of uh, terms of mental illness that they put into the book and I was just reading the list and I thought it was just absurd how they would just put a lot of things that were really state related to just being in a down state and they would associate them with having a disorder mm-hmm. and, and if you read, you can find a lot of information on that and you can just, it can get a little ridiculous. Yeah. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. But uh, you know, I think what you were saying about Labels, and Mm -hmm. I think that's you know what I really feel strong towards is uh, the power of labels. And uh, I find that book is just completely full of labels for people. And uh, I think when you have such you know, that's the whole medical industry behind that book, and there's a lot of certifications on the wall saying that that's right. Mm -hmm. And so, when you fall under the definition of one of those, it really puts you into a state of, I would say, limiting belief on what's, what's possible. Oh. And, uh, you know, I find that something you got to really reframe out of just a lot of that is just, I would call it just straight quackery. Uh, I just, they don't know nearly as much as they think they do. And you know, I would, I really uh, try to pride myself in being an example of being told, uh, quite clearly that I'm one thing and, this is this is your limit, and this is what you're gonna be. And uh, did they put limits on you? When they, they well, they said, to you? yeah, you got, you know, you have these disorders, and you have to be on this medication, and there's no silver bullet way out of this and you they basically just said you have to be on these medications the rest of your life okay it's funny when i go to see my family doctor now he knows i'm not i haven't been on anything for a long time that he would consider that he would consider medication Mm -hmm. i still take some herbal supplements whenever i'm feeling stressed out Mm -hmm. but you know it's it's kind of like uh proved him wrong kind of thing (laughs) so how does he take
1: that uh i think he takes
2: it uh i i don't know how he takes it i don't i don't know he i I think he takes it okay uh but you know I don't have any grudge against him. He just yeah. was following what he was told, what he was learned, what he learned. Right. But, uh, I, I just think these negative influences like that, uh, is what I would call them. They're limiting beliefs and they put you in a framework of, you know, what your potential can be. And, uh, I'm all about just, you know, getting out of that. Cause I think, uh, it's, it's, it's critical for success.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you, you know what? You couldn't have said that any better. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay. We were having a conversation towards the end of the first episode about, uh, you had hit 20 years old yep. and you had decided that you weren't going to go for pharmaceutical anymore yep. and that you were, um, trying some of the holistic supplementation right? and that you were actually trying, I'm curious, you were talking about going on the holistic supplementation, yep. which is all natural stuff, yeah. but you were actually trying to come off of that too. Yeah. How, how come? Can I ask
2: you? Uh, well, I, I, you know, I like the, uh, I really believe in self-empowerment and, uh, the ability to, you know. I, I don't like the, the idea of being dependent on something, a medication or anything like that. I, you know, I really believe I can do it on my own and, uh, you know, I just think it's about just self-empowerment.
1: So you're kicking your brain yeah. into um, doing, you're, you're trying to slay the dragon that is your brain to make sure that it's going to respond to where you want it to be instead yeah. of having to rely on anything outside, even if it is natural?
2: Uh, I just don't like being dependent on, uh, okay. I, I'm just... Totally for self empowerment, and uh, you know, I I, I feel I, I can get off of it. And it, they're all they're all crutches in a way, mm-hmm. and, okay. and and I think and I think they are uh, they're making up for something that's not solved, something that's unresolved. And uh, uh, you know, I, I really feel for majority. You know, I, you know, I've, this has kind of become I've gone through this whole process of mental the mental health industry, so. You know, I really feel strongly about it, and I really feel for the majority of cases, uh, over time, it, it can be something resolved. Um, and, you know, I find medication is just acting as a crutch uh, in place of that resolve.
1: Okay, okay. So, if you could, I'm just going to ask you a wild question here. If you could talk to your younger self right now, yeah, knowing what you know now, <laughs> okay. what, what do you think your, your top thing would be to, to tell that kid?
2: Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to say. Um, I, I often think I, I just needed uh, a lot of the right words at the right time, uh, in certain states when I was in certain situations. Uh, you know, I would, you know, I, I, I think I did okay. Like from yeah. where I am now, yeah. but, but you know, to make, I would really, I, I would really just, maybe. I would really say about, uh, you know, don't, don't feel shameful, you know, don't, uh, associate, You know, this as your potential or your self-worth, you know, just because you have certain issues, you know, uh, you you tend to feel like, uh, you're not, you know, you're not worthy. You you don't, you don't deserve, you know, uh, you you you're not worthy of love or you're not worthy of, uh, certain things because you are, you know, you have a disorder.
1: Right. So what changed that for you? Uh. When did you, when did you, when did you come to know that? You, it was a a
2: long struggle. It was a long struggle. Uh. You know, in high school, I would say uh, I started. I, I was fairly obese in high school. Uh, going into high school, and uh, you know, I was 215 pounds, and uh, grade nine. And, uh, by grade eleven, uh, I was down to about halfway through grade eleven. Uh, I was down to 145, 150. Wow. So it was about mean, uh, about a 75 pound drop. Wow. Um, give it, give or take. And, you know, I, it was through that, that period of time, you know, I really started, you
1: started to take control. Yeah.
2: And so that was, I think one of the first major shifts I think I had
1: towards just self empowerment and uh, taking control of my life. That's amazing. Yeah. So when you went to this holistic doctor when you were 20, yeah. did they, uh, is that when yeah. you were 21? Yeah. So did they help you uh, solidify that belief that you were going to be okay and that it could have been treated differently?
2: Yeah, it was nice to see that because he really, um, you know, he was highly credentialed and it was was kind of like the opposite of, uh, you know, these MDs. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was an MD, so a naturopathic doctor. But it was really nice to to have somebody who was really intelligent, really smart, and it's not coming to me. That's okay. uh, That's totally okay. No, because I would recommend him. Okay, Uh, would you? Okay, good. uh, I know his name. He, he He runs the college. Uh, he's like uh, oh, yeah. there's a clinic in the college. Yeah. He he runs it. He's like the main guy. It's about two month waiting list to see the guy. Um, he's really uh, good, but uh, he is more of a, a against say mandate because uh, he he he'll get you on a medication program. Yeah. But he's not like
1: a, is it medi- he, actual medication? He, well, it's uh, like pharmaceutical or no, natural. it's
2: uh, natural. Okay. Uh, but he he's not a therapist. Like he's not a psychologist. Oh, okay. So he can't really work out your he he he's being trained right now in psychology because uh, he wants to be more well-rounded. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's not his background. His background is in medicine. Okay. So he basically understands pharmaceutical medics, medicine. Uh, like, uh, you know, your, go to regular prescription medication. Okay. And he will get
1: you off that and get you on something. Oh, okay. So he's like a transition. Like, he's really great at... Like a shaman. Oh, sh- in, the, in the old days, we used to have... We didn't, okay. I, in many uh, tribal cultures, they didn't uh, What? Prowski. prowski good. See, okay. uh-huh. sometimes you just have to keep talking. I yeah. come to you. Uh-huh. So he actually understands the pharmacological part of it. Yeah. And then he tries to mimic naturally what yes. it is that's okay, cool.
2: Yeah, and he's really good at that. He's written a couple of books on it. Oh really? Uh, so yeah, he and but then again, but that's only again like a, a band aid type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that's what I consider. I, I, for me, I consider all uh, psycho uh, psychological medication, whether whether it be SSRIs or whatever, to be more of a uh, emergency short term
1: short term response kit. Okay, basically. Okay, you know what? I want you to say that because that's that's important too. Yeah. So we were talking about the gentleman that you went to see. Where was he from? It was the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine. Okay.
2: Uh, His name was uh, Prosky, Dr. Prosky. Okay. And uh, I'd highly recommend him. Uh, He runs the uh, clinic there. He basically understands pharmaceutical medication, and he understands holistic medication, and was able to, like you were saying, he mimicked... uh, transitioned to he tried to get basically similar results holistically mm-hmm. that the pharmaceutical medication uh, provided yeah and uh i was reading some studies and it's amazing how even things like uh, uh, one is 5-htp which i took it's 5-htp and it's, it produces here uh, produces tryptophan which oh. is the, which is a precursor to serotonin and, and oh. it helps produce a serotonin in the brain okay. and uh they did some studies and it actually outperformed uh, prozac in uh, its ability to uh, yeah, regulate. Wow. Yeah, and so it was really uh, amazing how, and it, the side effects are just n- almost nothing compared to, you read the labels oh, and yeah. the the inserts. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I one thing I got a big problem with is the, the, the a lot of the pharmaceutical industry. Um, if you look at every, you know, um, I don't want to get too political, but no. if you look at every uh, mass shooting in the U.S., uh, one thing they almost all have in common, without exception, is that they were on, Medication, uh, psycho, uh, antidepressants or psychological medications, and you know it's really it says on the inserts may cause uh, basically uh, outbursts of uh, dramatic, you know, it, it causes violent outbursts. Uh, mm. It's a, one of the possible side effects. Okay. And so, take somebody who is depressed or anxious, and basically. Gets rid of some of the governors and makes them into potentially uh, a very dangerous person. Mm. So you know that's what and that's never talked about in the media. They, no. always, they always blame other things. Yeah. But they never talk about. You know, you look at Sandy Hook. You look at uh, the the uh, the Colorado uh, movie theater shooting. Shooting, uh, even going back to Columbine, they were all on medication. And you, almost without example, whenever you hear some real crazy story, or someone doing something, it's you. You usually find that they're on these drugs. Cause, wow. So I'm I really. I have a, a very uh, negative uh, view on them. I think to be really beneficial for uh, an emergency response um, if somebody is really in a state where they're not logical, they can't they, they can't be talked to. They can't be talked to. Um, they're just out of reach uh, in a lot of ways. I think it's a great way to get them back into a state of participation where they can actually comprehend what's going on, and then working on building a, a structure to get off of that again. Because mm-hmm. I find a lot of people are uh, being put on these medications without any sort of way out, and they're just given this one thing, and the long-term effects I don't think are that great for mm-hmm. these. And uh, you know, there's studies on those. You know, I think it's really important to mm-hmm. uh, make an attempt.
1: That's for, uh, no, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so, so uh, no, that's okay. Uh, Can you walk me through a little bit of how that transition was? So, you're were you taking the holistic stuff or the natural stuff at the same time as trying to wean yourself off of the uh, traditional pharmaceutical drugs. How did that work? Was it? Did you get off the pharmaceuticals and then go? Over? I
2: I uh, I did. Uh, I initially was on both for sort of a short period of time, but I, you can from yeah. I was on both for a short period of time, then went strictly onto the herbal. Okay. And then eventually got off that. Okay. So, but uh, there is you know great combinations that you know there's amazing things. There's such amazing things out there if you just look that are you know like I was saying, just as good of a lot of time as the pharmaceutical alternative.
1: Okay, Atticus, thanks so much. We're going to hold it there for now. Everybody, thanks very much for joining us. And please join us again next week. We have been talking to Atticus about his original journey, his start to his journey, which was changing a little bit of his diet, and uh, some exercise uh, in there. And he had started the process and towards the end of this interview we came to understand that he had actually gotten off the pharmaceutical medication with natural supplementation. The real exciting part comes next week when we talk to him about how this all rolls together. So please join us next week and please join me in thanking Atticus for his very candid conversation today. Thanks Atticus. We'll see you next week. Please review our podcast on iTunes. This will help us spread our message and reach all those who need some support. Follow Different From The Other Kids on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for all your support. We'll see you next week.
0: Different From The Other Kids, Season 2, production of Marketing Navy Agency.
1: And now, a disclaimer. In general, I, Angela Sunis, am not a doctor, and I certainly don't play one on the internet. I'm a parent, period. The advice from me presented on different from the other kids does not replace advice received directly from a medical health professional. If you think you need help, I do recommend making an appointment with a physician or other appropriate healthcare provider.
0: Thanks for listening to Different from the Other Kids made possible with the support of regal junction your connection to quality and stylish premium pet products you can find them online at www.regaljunction.ca thanks for listening we'll see you next week